We here at Bob Chat like to think we help shape our nation's youth, but unless you want your children to grow up like us, we suggest only listening with other inebriated adults. I'm willing to do anything for Bob Chat <laughs> Podcast. Bob! 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 Bobby! Bob! It's Bob Chat, baby. And uh, we're just sitting here, cranking a few beers, hacking uh, <laughs> a couple darts, and uh, shooting the shit, you know? Hey, 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 it's Bino Barberino coming to you once again. We are here in the studio at the moment, but we have another on-location, on-the-go episode of Bob Chat for you guys. This time, we went over to our friend Kevin Strickland's house. Uh, me and Kev work together. He's a great guy. He's always talking about sitting out in his shed smoking weed, and I thought, hey, what a better place to take the equipment over get an episode, smoke a joint, just, you know, have a nice little Saturday. On this episode, we're talking skydiving, we're talking acid trips, rock and roll, you know, hockey, football, zombie apocalypse, TV, movies, Tom Morello, whole bunch of shit, you guys. Kev and me always have great talks, so it just made sense to go do a Bob Chat with them, and I'm loving being able to do it on the go, so here's another on-location, on-the-go episode of Bob Chat for you. Hope you enjoy, and thanks for stopping by. Why'd, uh, why'd the stoner cross the street? <laughs> I don't know why. The dispensary was on the other side, Kevin. Uh, okay. Um, welcome back, guys. Thanks. It's another episode of Bob Chat. I'm your host, Pino Barbarino. It's our second on-location episode. We're out of the studio today, and uh, we're at our buddy uh, Kevin Strickland's house. Kev, what's going on? Hey, not much, Bob, and the rest of you guys and girls out there in yeah. the Bob Chat land. Bob Chat land, yeah, yeah. exactly. The, the vast uh, depths of the internet. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, me and Kevin worked together, and i kind of been bugging him for a while about it, and now that we have the portable setup, people really can't say no. Listen, I'll just show up at your fucking house. Hey, I, <laughs> what else do I do but sit here, and now I got you, so cool. Yeah, so yeah, we've worked together, what, like eight years now? Yeah, it's just been about that long. Yeah, what did you used to do before that? Didn't you used to drive a delivery truck for delivering food? Well, no, I actually picked the food for the trucks. That oh, were then you loaded the yeah. trucks. That was a, that was like a job in between a job, though, man. That's not a lifetime job. Yeah, well, the reason, because I remember you told me that, because we were talking about zombie apocalypse and, like, what you would do. You're like, I'm going right to my old job. God, yeah, dude, think about it, okay? <laughs> so the place was fenced in, first of all, so you had that line of defense, and then you had all the food you could want. I yeah. mean, obviously not an eternity's worth, but I mean... Enough. Yeah, well, just definitely, right? I do, mean, do you have seed packets at your house? You should. Just go buy a bunch of seed packets. I got a whole drawer full of them. They don't go bad, do they? Well, I'd imagine they do, because they uh, keep the ones in that one storage place up north there, wherever. Oh, yeah, the... Uh, it's in Sweden or something like that. Yeah, it's like a fail-safe for the entire world. It's got, like, all the heirloom seeds and everything, right? Everything. Like, all, yeah, that's amazing. And it's all, like, climate-controlled, so I'd imagine, you know, if I kept a bundle in my... Uh, drawer in the kitchen and it got hot cold hot cold yeah you don't think good. in my studio room that's in a musty old drawer is gonna keep this <laughs> well, I, go, <laughs> I go in there they're sprouting yeah well that's probably happened before <laughs> in a given a certain amount of time right yeah so yeah what's going on not how much. are you i'm well i'm just you know i'm yeah. actually in a good place in life right now are you yeah not T- too bad tell us about it well you know everybody strives to be in a position where they're not financially strapped and yeah, you're li- everything's coming up Kev, eh? Well, no, everything's coming up debt, but, I mean, it, it lowers my... I hear that, though, man. It's <laughs> tough. It's tough, man. Everything's expensive as fuck. Yeah, well, you got to live to do what you have to do to stay happy, right? Exactly. Like, every day I'm like, oh, maybe I can't live. Maybe I won't have to live paycheck to paycheck anymore. It's like, no. Every time I turn around, i got to pay something else. So I had to renew my renter's insurance the other day, 500 bucks. Uh, yeah, see you later. Really? Yeah, they don't want us to live there unless we have it. Because it's all, like, they're all connected town as, yeah. right? So... Fucking Jerry down at, you know, 247 fucking burns his house down and spreads his mind. You know, what am I going to do? Yeah, yeah, right? true. Yeah, and you know Jerry down there polishes a 26 or a vodka every night. Fuck yeah, he's hammered. He's <laughs> hammered. Actually, there's uh, there's a guy that sits out two doors down. His name's Mark, and he is, like, always out there smoking dope and just rocking his tunes on his headphones, and he's always asked me for cigarettes. Right? I'm like, oh, no, I don't mind the guy, but he started now giving me joints. He's like, before he tried to give me change, like, here, take a couple bucks for a smoker. Right? I was like, no, 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 don't worry about a cigarette, whatever. And I was like, here, take a joint, man. Like, okay, perfect, dude. And uh, we actually, so he lives with a couple, um, and the gentleman is my grandparents' lawyer. So I've known this guy for, like, forever, since I was a little kid. He used to always come over to their house, have coffee and stuff. And, uh, yeah, fucking, uh, we moved in there, and then he lived two doors down. And his wife, I guess, has lived in that townhouse for, like, 50 years. She grew up in that townhouse. And then when her 
she just lived there her whole life. Hey, some people just like where they are. So they know us. They know about the boys. So the other day, I come back from taking my dog for a run. Mark was like, Bob, Bob, go over here. Come over here. I was like, oh, I need to smoke. Right? I go to pull my smoke. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And he hands me a card. It's like day before St. Patrick's. So I go inside and I open it up. Fucking all these doobies in the card. It's like, happy St. Patrick's Day to, you know, you and to listen to the boys. It's like, oh, great. Excellent. What a better gift to give on St. Patrick's Day than well, a fucking card full of joints. Hey, it's green. Exactly. <laughs> That's I had a post a couple years ago. It's me just smoking a fucking can. And I'm like, St. Patrick's Day is about green or something, I'm sure. So, you know, it is that. what it is. No, I definitely thought about that while I was smoking a green one yesterday. <laughs> that it was St. Patty's Day. I was yeah. Like, I didn't wear my colors, but I still smoked them. Oh, now people are going to know I don't release these right away. We're coming to you live <laughs> three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, happy St. Patty's Day. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah, so what, uh, so I mean, I know a bit about you. Tell me something cool. Tell me something cool about you. Or tell me a crazy story. I know we didn't talk about this. I'm putting you on the spot. But just anything. It doesn't matter. Okay. You're, 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 uh. You're a gentleman that has lived a seasoned life, and you know you've done a lot of things. You're somewhat of a gourmand of enjoyable things. Gourmand. A gourmand. That's gourmand. what my dad calls me. He says you're you're just a gourmand of life. I'm, I'm like I like a lot of shit. You know, some I'm, people like one thing. I like thirty gourmand. things. Gourmand. So like gourmand means you enjoy plenty of things. Plenty, plenty things, but plenty good, of things. Plenty of things, but good things. Life's about living, Kev. Ah, Roger that, brother. Exactly. Yeah. You so. know what I mean. That's all we can ask for. What's something cool? What's some? What's the coolest thing you've ever done? Coolest thing I've ever done? Well, I don't know, man. I don't, depends on what you would define as cool. life. what? What person? Your personal choice? What's the? What's the one thing? You, the crazy thing you've done in your life? You're like, I really wish I could do that again. Skydiving. You went skydiving twice, dude. I would have a heart attack. No, dude. It's honestly, yeah, it's a it's lot. It's exhilarating, of, you know, though. Yeah, best buzz, best buzz I've ever had, man. Like, not a lie either. I honestly, truly, when I was falling and and uh, the whole nine yards, like yeah. the. The adrenaline rush was just insane. Where did you do it? Out in Grand Bend there? Yeah, where exactly. they do it? Yeah. Yep. Okay, yep. Exactly. I got a couple of buddies that have done that. So there's a difference, right? You got the tandem jumps where you, you, you're strapped to the back or the... Well, now, don't you have to do that for the very first one? No. No. What? So you could. I mean, that was your, not at that specific location. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. do that. They, what happened is, is they give you an eight-hour course um, the day before you jump. Really? Yeah, on what to do if this happens, and da, 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 da. you're you're there to learn all the different things that could go wrong. And one of the things is is I I could imagine that there's a lot of things that could go wrong when you're skydiving. Oddly enough, there was really only the one really what's uh, consistent thing that would happen. What's that? Your your parachute getting tangled up? Yes, but yeah. it's not the chute itself, but the the cords going from you the to cords, the chute. Yeah. They they just are wrapped they're not tangled they're just twisted right so the idea is that when it comes out the force will open it up right obviously but sometimes that doesn't happen exactly bob and so they show you what to do if that happens that's making my heart race just thinking about that so uh, (laughs) and and on bob and take this honestly i'm telling you 100 percent the truth during the class where they were showing us what to do when that happened you could see everybody in the room's face yeah and I looked at everybody out. and said, don't worry about it. If it's <laughs> going to happen to anybody here, it's going to happen to me. I'm not kidding you. I said that to everybody. Did, did you? And, you know, we all got a good chuckle out of it, right? Yeah. Well, sure shit, it happened to me, Bob. No. No, honest to God. When you were jumping? And I have were you videos. by yourself or with a tandem? So, no, I was with by myself. Oh, my God. So, uh, okay, so I guess I, uh, I'll... I got to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll back the story up a handful here. So, they showed us what to do, and all it is is, let's say you're at the... Uh, uh, school park and you're on the swing set and you just twist the, the chain up and you pull it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And, and that spins you loose. Well, that's all you got to do. 100% exactly all you do. Yeah. So. See, the thing about that, though, is that someone, like, there's a lot of people that would not keep a level head and they would start panicking. That's why they give you the course before you go, right? And they give you that time to learn how to deal with it. Yeah. That's all what training is, right? So you had to untangle it? Like, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and Was that your first jump? Yes. And then you went a second time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's because cause I That's, saved myself. I knew what to do if something yeah. happened. I had confidence now, um, right? I am an experienced skydiver. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the girl I was with at the time who I did both jumps with, like yeah. not at the same time, but we both went to jump at the same time. Yeah. Um, we actually talked about going and getting our license. See, that'd be cool. I uh, A buddy of mine that's been on the show, the listeners will know him, tech guy. Um, my buddy Joel lives out in Nova Scotia now, but uh, he worked for like four years at like a sky jumping place out in Nova Scotia, and it was like pretty much like you pack shoots like mm-hmm. all day for people coming, and like throughout the day they give you like three jumps, 
So you work there, you got to jump like three times a day, but then other than that, like you're teaching people how to pack their chutes and, and making sure everybody's gear is good and shit. And yeah, he's like he said one summer he jumped like over 100 times. What a weight on your shoulders would that be, though, man, that you're packing somebody else's life. Dude, and, and, we, and I can't remember what episode it was on. I'm sure somebody knows. I, fuck, I don't know. It was a while ago. But, uh, yeah, dude, it, like he said, like there was some times where, like, you're not packing every shoe, but you're basically standing over top of people saying, this is what you do, and then, like, you check it, right? But there's, he said there's a couple times where, like, people pack their shoots wrong, and, like, and it got scary, man. Like, thank God they have, res- like, he's like, I've seen people pull reserve shoots all the time. And he said the problem about, like, the when you get in a spin, too, people will get in spins, and they can't stop. You know, you're just fucking, it's out of control. He's like, so we have to try to, like, he's like, I know how to do it because I've jumped so many times. But it's like that, was that part of your course as well? They did show us how to control the shoot. Yeah, you know? like if you were to get into, like, a fucking... Yeah, it's obviously... Merry-go-round. Up yeah, there. I mean, I, I I can't remember specifically, but I know there was a lot of hard lefts and a hard rights pull on the, on mm-hmm. the cord that you have control of. Well, you got, that's your life, man. Yeah, like, and fuck. the shoots we jump under are a lot different than your normal shoots, right? Like, the yeah. beginner shoots are huge. Yeah. So it's just like a great big massive thing above your head compared so, to one of those sport diver guys. I'm afraid of heights. Shoot. There was so, a guy. Yeah, I'm afraid of heights. I can't do it. There was a guy on my second jump that was afraid of heights, and, and that's what he was there for. Was to, Just get over to it. To overcome his height. Uh, Good for him. Yeah, he did it. <laughs> I, mean, I, would, I would probably, uh, there's like three options, okay? Option number one, it's going to go great. I'm going to love it. Option two, I'm going to shit my pants. Probably not going to like it a lot. So, option three, I'm probably going to have a heart attack and die. You know, I would be, dude, I'd be shaking. I couldn't even, I can never jump out of a plane. That's crazy. You, That's uh, just me, though. You know, Bob, more people die each year on a, a golf course. Yeah. On a golf course. I than know. they do skydive. I've heard the statistics, but it yeah. doesn't change my mind. <laughs> it's not that I think that it's, uh, the act of skydiving itself is unsafe. I just think that my body would not react. You know uh, what I mean? I, I could, yeah, the stress, you mean? Like, the... It would just be, like, I, I feel like I would have a heart attack. Or a, at least a palpitation or something. <laughs> like... Get the EMS over here right fucking now. If we land, get the EMS over here. Well, if it makes any difference to you, that initial free fall is only about 35 seconds. Okay, so you fall for 35 seconds, and yeah. after you pull the chute, like, how long are you up there for? Four, about four and a half minutes. See, that's pretty awesome, though. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying, like, I, I think it would be super cool, but... It, it goes just, by really fast. I bet. Yeah. And what about the adrenaline rush? You probably come down, you're fucking, like, so I got jacked. I got my jump videotaped. Oh, did you? Yeah, I paid for a guy to jump. With and, a video camera, yeah, That's and sick. that was that was part of the experience for me. I then mean, you go home and watch it, right? Yeah, and and yeah, the whole thing and the the actual reaction of me on the ground. I was like a little kid. Yeah, oh my yeah. hands in the air, jumping <laughs> up and yes! down. I am not kidding you, Bob. That's awesome. No, it was it was one of the. But now, I, I want to add to your fear of the jump. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, back when I did it, they had this little Cessna plane that had the back seats ripped out of it, so that there was just a big. Everything's shaking, it's rattling. That wasn't, yeah, not too Kinda, bad. Yeah, it's, I didn't really pay attention to that because the adrenaline's flowing, oh. you're looking out the window, everybody, you're looking at, every, there's three guys, right? Okay, so there was me, Instructor Bob, who was the main guy, oddly enough. <laughs> really? He, yeah, That's he owned what, the His place. name was Bob? Yep, yep. Oh, cool, cool. Um, and then there was Liam, who yeah. was an OPP officer. Yeah. And that's what he did on his days off is he went and he worked at the Ugh. skydiving place and jumped with new people. That's crazy. So, yeah. Well, good for him. So, we're up in the plane. <laughs> we're at jump height. They kicked the what door. Do they ju- what, do you, what do you jump at? What's the height? Oh, uh, the first jump was 10,000. Sorry, 9,500 feet. The so second that, jump was 10,000. Is that the max of let first time people go? I assume that's what, probably. The, that's what the plan was when they were. So how was the 10,000? That's probably crazier. I mean... That's well, that's an entirely different situation, too. So I, I jumped the first time with both Liam and Bob. Yeah, sorry. Finish that story. I, yeah, I'm excited. I have so many questions. Honestly, Bob, <laughs> you're, you're going to be amazed at what I had to do, and I'm amazed that I okay. had to do it. Right. Now, this is how they used to do it before. They had the big jump planes where three people could jump out of the door at the same time. Like on the side, eh? Like, is this a little one that's out the side as well? Yeah, too, now the one that I jumped in is just that little farm plane that you see buzzing around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Looking for weed crops. Kind of the thing. <laughs> exactly, right? So uh, it was only big enough for one person to fit through at a time. Yeah. So and it's a good thing that we're standing this way because Bob was on my outside. Yeah. So so picture right now, Bob, you're you're standing there holding on to the strut of the wing. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Your foot is on a little pedal or a little stepping area. Yeah. Ugh. plane's going, what, 160 it's miles, something like that? At least. I can't remember what they said the speed was. 
Anyways, there's Bobby's buzzing around out there. Like, it's nothing because he's done this. Just hanging, yeah, hanging loose on the side of a plane. So now I had to climb out onto the same area, except I couldn't grab onto the is strut it, where he was. They don't let you jump right out of the door. No, you no. You off the wing. Yeah, and that way they can get a hold of me. Like, they jump at the same time as me. Yeah, so then they're falling next to you if something goes wrong or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah 100%. They yes. know how to control us if we start flipping out of the... <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this gives me anxiety. <laughs> so, so this is the really cool part for me, though, because now I get to go out onto the strut of this wing flying at 160-whatever miles an hour. Yeah. The wind's just, you know, passing by you. So picture this is the strut of the wing, right? Okay. I, I've yeah. got a hold of it. So just for reference, Kevin is uh, standing uh, with, like, one foot up, one foot on the ground, and his hand on the tip. Well, forwards. it would be both hands. but I'm Both hands, yes. I appreciate you not dropping the equipment. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, what they get you to do is, so Bob stands here, and he holds on to some ribbons that are on the side of my jumpsuit. Okay. And then Liam... He, he works his way out the door of the plane and grabs a hold of my left side. So at this point, all three of you guys are hanging off the side of the plane. Bob's literally like a freaking streamer off the side Just of the plane. <laughs> That's what I pictured it, right? It's not <laughs> yeah. what he's doing, but it's Wacky the way Wacky wave will flailing our man. <laughs> and he was just so casual. The guy was cool, man. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, anyways, he kind of, you, you know what? Oddly enough, he kind of is like an older uh, wheeler. Yeah? Yeah, weird. Uh, wow, we can get into that later. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> What they make you do is you can't grab onto the strut because many a times you go to jump and you don't let go of the strut. And then you're just basically you're flailing in the wind. Well, they go because <laughs> you said, okay, so let's jump. I'm going to yeah. go over that in a second of how you could jump. So they make you take your fingers off and hold onto it with your knuckle and your thumb. So it's just a C. Fuck. To 160 miles an hour, whatever it is. Again, I don't know what the speed is. but So, and then like, all of a sudden. You, how, like, how's, how hard is it to hang on though? Nah, they got a hold of you too. Oh, they're so, holding you as well. Yeah, yeah. so it wasn't. So that they're probably difficult. definitely got a full grip on. They it. definitely just... got a full grip because okay. they don't want you to go. Yeah. Right? The last thing they want is you by yourself. <laughs> well, your first time ever, right? Yeah, you signed the liability waiver, right? <laughs> yeah. We, well, I'm sure we signed some papers, and I'm sure one of them was to say, "I'm fucked if I'm fucked." Yeah, so. if you die, it's on you, buddy. I'm sorry. So like, we're out there. We're doing this. It's time to jump. Bob, look. I look at Bob. Sorry. Yeah. No, I guess the first guy I looked at was Liam. Sorry, I looked at him. Nodded my head, yeah, because you're not talking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looked at Bob, nodded my head, went like this, and just away yeah, we went. And that was it. That was cool. Oh my god! So with them, that was the first time. Yeah, that was the very first jump. And the only thing you are instructed to do, other than push off, is arch your arms and back to go yeah. into like a like a yeah convex like, shape, like a nice concave, like free sorry. fall shape. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, no, it is convex, yeah, because they want the airflow to go past Aerodynamics. Right? It was cool, Bob. It was. So yeah, then you see, like, you look at the World War II paratroopers, and they were just like, we don't have time. <laughs> we don't have time for that shit. Like, just go, 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 go. Well, so that's funny that you say that, because that was going to be my next story about the jump was. Is Perfect. The, so the first jump was awesome. Everything Segway. Other than looking <laughs> up at this twisted line that I talked about. Yeah. After they pulled, so I got the camera guy with me. Oh, so you have the unwinding on camera. He, he, just as he's transitioning, or sorry, basically as I'm taking off, because I'm stopping like almost immediately in the air. Yeah, because there's... The chute's dragging me now, but he's still free-falling, right? So he takes off in a hurry, but as he's doing it, he's underneath me. Oh, wow. So I'm looking at him as we're falling. (laughs) I'm looking at him. It's like, (laughs) wah! You know, like screaming and hooting and hollering. I'm going to die! It's just crazy, right? But then as I look up... And I pulled the shoe, and they pulled my shoe, so Bob pulls the shoe. So was that your your neck, your spare shoot, or no, no? Or you just pulled the one that was tangled. Yeah, I just untangled the one. So, but so anyway, <laughs> so I look up, right? And this is the cool thing. I laughed when I seen the uh, twisted line, and I'm not exactly. I knew there was something wrong with you, Kevin. I, well, because I told everybody in the class that if it was going to happen, anyone was going to happen to me. Yeah, you're like I fucking called it. I did it, and and honest to God, and that's why I was able, I think, to deal with it because I mentally had myself. You prepared, prepared yeah. yeah honestly. honestly, dude, the positive attitude, and, like being mentally prepared for stuff, is half the battle. <laughs> like that's why bomb shot's so tough because I'm never prepared. I, dude, I'm the I'm the captain of my own ship, and that guy runs a loose ship. So. <laughs> yeah, I know who you are, Bob. So yeah, I, can, I know. I we don't. They it. know who I am. Hey, everybody. So, um, so then, what about the next time? So the second jump was kind of cool because uh, the the girlfriend at the time talked a friend of hers to come out and jump and, for her first time. Yeah, and oh. uh, it 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 didn't go so well. <laughs> for for two things happened that were. I mean, my jump and uh, my girlfriend at the time jump went 
Yeah, spot, spot on. on. Spot on. Like yeah. I said, we talked about continuing, so obviously if anything bad happened. It... Yes, clearly you guys were hooked. I mean, and I can get that because it's an adrenaline thing. Oh, like, it's, it's crazy. Like, once you get that high, man, it's like people want to chase that. Like, there's adrenaline junkies for all the kinds of shit. And that was actually the girl's, that was her makeup. She didn't She didn't smoke, she didn't drink, she never touched drugs at all in any way, shape, or form. She just wanted to get that natural... She was a junkie, yeah. The endorphins <laughs> fucking flowing, man, the adrenaline. We went whitewater rafting, hot air ballooning. Um, so I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> the only thing she wouldn't do is bungee jumping. You she, did. You went bungee no, jumping? No, we almost did, but she wouldn't do it. She I would would she you didn't do it now safe. still? <laughs> not in the current shape <laughs> I then, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm not heavy, baby, but no, I mean, back oh, then dude. I was a slick 160, man. Yeah, I went off. I used to be a slick 160, <laughs> if, if anybody <laughs> believes that. Um, actually, it was fine today. We are just quick interjection. We are on the phone with Lissa's parents, and her dad's like, yeah, we're going to get them, you know, by the time they're six, we'll have hockey sticks, footballs. And I was like, skateboards, like skateboards. And her mom's like, yeah, Bobby's a skateboarder. Her dad's like, Really? I just don't picture him with a beard on a skateboard. <laughs> I'm like, John, Jesus, I used to be uh, used to be a little bit more in shape. Okay, I can still rock a few tricks. <laughs> hey, you're in great shape, Bob. Uh, for a dad of two. No, you're round. Yes. Round yes. is I a like great shape. I think of myself as uh, portly, if Yes, you will. portly is a good term. A, a portly bearded gentleman. <laughs> well, if it means anything to you, bearded gentlemen are trusted more than a non-bearded gentleman. That's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I'd have heard that before, too. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, Depending on how scraggy. What are you not trying to hide? (laughs) (laughs) I got actually confused of uh, um, uh, disguising my looks by growing my beard the first time. Somebody thought I was doing it to disguise myself. (laughs) Yes, uh, my name is no longer Kevin. (laughs) I now go by Steve. Yeah, right? Like, fuck. Um, So, yeah, so tell me about the second time. All right, so So this chick had a bad jump. Yeah, so before she even had her bad jump, so her very first experience is we're pulling up to the place. Yeah. Now, you know it's Highway 4, I think it is, that's taking you in. In the Grand Bend there? In the Grand Bend, yeah. So, and it's obviously just before the sportsplex, right? So just as we're turning off uh, the highway, there's a, a... some jump. So what they used to do there is the group jumps, where like fifty of them would jump yeah. out of a plane and, and they all hold hands and make yeah. the circles and shit. Yeah, and that's what Bob was famous for. Bob was a part of one of the greatest or the uh, largest group jump in the history. Cir- the Cirque du Soleil of the air, kind of thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're nutty enough to be going oh, at that fuck. speed. Uh, anyway, so there was a jump going off at that time, and one of the guys that jumped out of the plane shoot failed, so oh. he had to pull his his spare. Oh no. Now. You Is talked he, about the World War II guys. Yeah. Well, that's what I guess a lot of these guys use as their spares because it's a smaller chute. It's easy. It takes up less space in your pack. Long story short, buddy, uh, it, those chutes are designed to drop you fast. Because oh, if you're okay. if you're skydiving into enemy territory, you don't want to have a nice leisurely four minute drop where they're shooting at you the whole time, right? Yeah, it's like shooting pigs in a barrel. Yeah, you want to hit the ground as fast as you can without destroying your body. Yeah. Basically is what it is. Well, he ended up breaking his ankle while he did it. So, And this is an experienced jumper, oh, right? Oh, no. So this girl's seeing this as we're pulling up. The can, this guy in the stretcher, he's got a broke ankle. Well, we didn't, yeah, we didn't know what had happened until later on in the night. We just know he fell like a brick. So you <laughs> saw the guy falling and yeah. you're like, fuck, something happened. 100%. Oh, we'd seen him hit the ground the whole nine yards. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> well, no, sorry, I say hit the ground. I've seen him make contact with the ground it's <laughs> yeah. a nicer way well because there's a couple of ways that you can do it right like the like the tuck and the roll and like or the slide out and like whatever well what it, he doesn't have the big gear right like the when you see the military guys they got they all that so gear hanging gear, down yeah. he's just himself in his backpack at this point so he was able to land on his feet but he hit hard and he ended up breaking his ankles so so this 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 <laughs> that's what this girl ended up seeing her first jump so i and can just so imagine to go she did, yeah. She ended up doing it. Now, you oh know the God. area, right, by the motorplex there? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, I don't know if a lot of people realize, but there's a pickle farm right behind uh, the racetrack area. Oh, there. no, pickle bushes are not nice Well, to it's land a in. pond, actually. It's a, really? Well, they, sorry, there are pickles. <laughs> I guess I guess there was bushes to the one side, but the pickle pond is what they called it. Oh, okay. So it might, I, it might just be what they called it. The pickle pond. So there's a fence. Yeah. That's running to there, and there's a fence running to the motorplex. Well, there's a little bit of land between the air jump field and the motorplex. But okay. anyways, a fence that's kind of on that side. Oops, sorry. She ended up coming down. Um, In the pond? Oh, something I didn't tell you. Sorry, the jump. When you're coming down on the jump, they're, they're controlling you from the ground by headset. Oh, so they're telling you where to go. Yeah, he'll tell you, pull left, pull right, oh. like to, steer, to turn yourself. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. so so it's not you're not just... Yeah. Right. This is major cabins of <laughs> ground control. Yeah, there's a major problem. <laughs> My strings are tangled again. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good on the fly. So, um, 
But anyway, so she uh, she didn't listen to Bob's <laughs> instructions uh, when he said pull left. She pulled uh, right. Oh, no. And, Just uh, from my own personal experience, you should always listen to any gentleman named Bob. <laughs> well, <laughs> Especially I, if he's chatting to you. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it might have been a situation where she was wondering if it was his left or her right. Or oh, my whatever. God. She ended up coming down into the fence. And, oh, what uh, kind of, like, are we talking like a... Like, chain link fence, like a, chain about link a, fence. a 10-foot tall chain link fence with the prongs and everything out the top. Oh, she no. didn't hit the top of the fence. She Thank hit the, God, but she, she just basically like slammed into yeah. a chain link fence. Yes, yes. Like so, that was her first jump. It was her first, oh, and, and, no. and as far as I know, her last. <laughs> I Maybe seeing the guy break both his ankles should have been a sign. She's like, I don't feel good about this anymore. She ended up actually uh, spraining or dislocating. I can't remember what it is now with her left ankle. I think it was just a sprain. But oh no. Yeah. So, yeah. That was kind of funny. Oh, my God. So that was our second jump, right? Mine and the girlfriend's at the time, second jump. Yeah. Um, which is a little different than the first jump. The first jump was 9,500. You jumped with Bob and Liam. Yeah, and so how is it? So how much of a difference is there at 10,000? So 10,500 feet is literally like just another 10 seconds kind of a thing, of a free fall time. Um, but they, It probably feels like an eternity. Like, oh, it does. That, it that, feels, you know what I mean? Like it, the whole thing goes by really fast. But it... But the free fall itself does seem like a lot longer than just 35, yeah. 45 seconds. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, at the end of the day, it was uh, – oh, sorry, before um, – <laughs> I jumped the second time with just Bob. Okay. Yeah, so it was me and Bob. Awesome. Um, and his brother, Neil. But <laughs> and yeah. uh, I don't, What do you mean? I've never heard that before. <laughs> no, probably not, eh? Probably not. you got to get Rob Yemen on the show. He'll just say uh, – so this guy we work with, he's a funny guy, but he, he'll just tell you, like, jokes that are 40 years old. And I, like, I, a lot of them I haven't heard, so I think they're hilarious. Oh, but they then other guys work with, like, buddies, like, you guys know Sean, I've talked about him. Um, they'll be like, yeah, I've, uh, that was funny, like, 30 years ago, Rob. <laughs> yeah, but it, you know what? It's still relevant. It is. I'd have Rob on. People be like, this makes no sense, but it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I think he's hilarious. I think Rob and I both have a, a very similar style of humor. I know. I know. Everybody always looks at, what, what? I'm like, it's, he's hilarious. <laughs> But anyways, um, so yeah, so you're at 10,500 feet now? So yeah, same story. Bob's out on the wing dangling like a streamer, and there's me climbing on out to the thing. This time, obviously, I have more confidence because I've done this part. It was like, uh, sorry, the first one was on um, May 2-4 weekend was my first jump, and the second jump was Labor Day weekend. So I did it the the two in the that stretch of the summer, right? Okay, so yeah. Well, I, I, need, well, I mean, can you really go skydiving in the wintertime? Well, I'd imagine some people do. I mean, it's, that would be, it's a matter of the well. What, what do they uh, What do they give you to wear? Is it kind of like a zip up like <laughs> painter suit? It, it's a it's a it's a, like a zip up painter suit, kind of. Yeah, it, but it's more nylony and it's tighter to your body. It's got yeah. some elasticity to it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And again, like reduce a wind drag and whatever. Right? I, I'd imagine that might be something to do with it. I, they didn't get that technical in what we were wearing. Saying, "Does this fit you?" Yeah. And boy, did I! I had a camel toe with the suit. <laughs> oh, it was brutal, dude. Uh, yeah. Do you guys have any uh, squirrel suits I could rent? <laughs> I would love to, dude. Honestly, that would be pretty cool. I'm surprised the squirrels didn't come at me because my nuts were showing. Like oh, jeez. <laughs> no, that's right. Dad, dude, we saw a lot of dad jokes. It's yeah. Bob chat's not for everybody. The uh, people that love it, they love it. Hey, so. man. You, you, so, yeah. What's up, guys? All 20 of you? What's going on? All 20, <laughs> <Just> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just always reminds me of Jackass with the old man balls hanging out in the shorts. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen uh, Dirty Grandpa? Yeah, that's the same oh, thing, right? Uh, that's yeah, that's where he's dressed up like that the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And he, like, he's like, they're in a restaurant and he like projectile shits on the wall. It's like, oh, my God. Or he bends over in front of the guy on the bench and his old man bags hanging down around his knees. Yeah, or he just like starts yeah. causing shit with people. And they don't crazy. want they don't want to beat him up because he's like an elderly man. <laughs> oh man, um, I could do that. So you're at ten thousand five. Yeah, yeah, ten thousand five hundred feet. You're Bob. just with Bob on the wing at this point. Yeah, and uh, yeah, let's go right. Let's jump. So I get to pull my chute this time. So that was part of the training that, that oh, cool. prior to that jump is I get to pull my chute and they, they show you how to. So now when you say that, so the first time like they would basically float next to you. Yeah, they're oh we're all three of us are dropping. So picture it. I'm in the middle doing that convex thing yeah yeah yeah. and then you got bob on the right side of me hanging on to the like, old, like here yeah, and yeah, yeah. here where the tethers are yeah well okay. there's there's a piping that runs all the way along so they oh, got somewhere to grab, to grab you all on. the way yeah okay and then liam doing the same thing on the other side with the and first then job. basically they one of them pulls your shoe and they just kind of 
Well, yeah. So Bob, separate. Bob looked. So the first jump, Bob looked at Liam to let him know, okay, we're gonna go, right? We're gonna pull a shoot. They all know too, but they're altimeters that we're getting down to that five thousand yeah. foot. So level. when do they? Yeah. So when do they uh, pull the shoot? About five thousand feet. Yeah. So you're so you're free falling the first time for like four and a half thousand. The next time five and a half thousand. Basically, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. And it does. It does. It's, it's like now, incredible. When you get to the five thousand feet, are you thinking like, yeah, we should probably pull this pretty soon? Well, or? yeah. So I'm. He's <laughs> letting me know to look right. He's, yeah. he, he's like a trainer, right? He's yeah. he's making sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to. So he's looking at the altimeter on his arm, and he's telling me to look at mine. So I'm looking at mine, and we're getting to that jump point. Yeah. Sorry, the first jump. He didn't even let me know until they were all ready to go. And then he's like, okay, we're going. Poof. Pulls your fucking cord. But I knew we were going because, um, <laughs> and I wish I could remember the camera guy's name. I don't for some reason right now. But Bob let him know he was about to do it. So that's when he repositioned himself. Remember yeah. I was telling you he was right in my face? Yeah. Well, when I say that, so I'm falling like this. He's underneath me as we're falling to the ground. Yes. So he's between me and the ground, and he's backwards looking at me with the camera. So now is this a guy that does this all the time? Yeah. Right? Yeah, so he probably knows. Like, he's obviously experienced. But so he must have been... Cause that's so. How would that work though, right? You'd have because he'd have to if you're gonna jump at five thousand. He's probably gonna have to wait another four or five seconds. Because if he pulls his shoot and he's right underneath of you. Oh, these guys. Right, so yeah, he doesn't pull his shoot until well after I'm gone. That's what I mean. Right? Yeah. So he's so, pulling it pretty close to the ground. They, well, yeah, I think they were around one thousand feet's the bare minimum that you can pull it. Oh, oh, oh good, good, good to <laughs> but, know. But that's good where you <laughs> That's that's where you actually have an altimeter thing that releases it's, your shoot at a thousand feet. Oh, that's automatically time. Yeah. See, that's smart because. Because that's the thing. Like, I'd be worried about passing out. Well, that's why they do that. Because yeah. if I pass it, dude, it's like, that's what scares me is I would pass out or something. <laughs> and then, like, and you wake up. Like, uh, thud. <laughs> you wake up just in time to we see the ground. nightmares about this tonight. Well, Jesus. Bob, let me tell you, the guy that, <laughs> the guy that, everything went These unhinged. are the things that, this is why I drink, Kevin, these kind of things. <laughs> well, that's, you know what? That's why she, this girl did these things. Because she just wanted to get over it, right? She didn't drink, right? She wanted to have her buzz, and that was her buzz, was doing shit like this. So, uh, so what, so what happened the second time then? Like you, so you jumped off? And yeah, I jumped, we did the okay, thing. Man, you went, got to pull your own shoot? Yeah, I got pulled, I so got to pull he, my he, own did shoot. Did he signal you? Yeah, yeah. Hey! <laughs> ah, I've heard of the Mile High Club, but this is ridiculous. That definitely, yeah, I don't see how that, yeah. That, well, it was pretty close. Bob grabbed the wrong shoot cord. <laughs> Uh, Damn it, Bob. <laughs> Keep your hands where they belong. Oh, but yeah, man. so we pulled That's the shoot and, and everything was great all the way down. It was, yeah. Now I have to uh, honestly admit, and I don't want to sound smug or anything, but I didn't have the exact same adrenaline rush Dude, as the first. chasing the dragon, man. You're always chasing that yeah, first high. Yeah, you know, that's a true story, isn't it? That's, well, because, I mean, as, as exhilarating as it is, yeah, like, I mean, anything, like, I'm sure Bob goes out there and he's probably like, yep, just another day at the office. Well, like I said, the way he was dangling off the side of that, the, huh. the, uh, the strut of that airplane was so carefree <laughs> and so, like, if he fell, he knew what to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his only concern is like make sure the people, other people, don't die. That's, I'm good. That's 100. percent I'm, 100%. Good. I'm that's good. Exactly. So it turns out to my my last jump was, or sorry, my second and last jump was the last group of sorry the last weekend that they used that airplane as their main jumping plane. They had a new oh. plane that the entire side of the plane it was a bigger plane. Oh, okay. But the entire side of the plane was a big door that opened up so all three could jump out at the same time. Well, she's smoking and rattling a bit, but uh, <laughs> the old girl's got at least one more jump in her, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> she can go well, we might get her up one more time. We don't know about coming down. What? Well, just jump. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? At the end of the day, you know how yeah, to. Yeah, and that's Lake Erie. Now there's a fucking Cessna in Lake Erie. Is oh, that Lake Erie? <laughs> there's probably a few in there, man. Yeah, no, that's not Lake Erie. That's Huron. Uh, Huron, like Huron. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a couple Cessnas in Lake Huron. They'll find them. They'll drudge. They, they drudge every five years. It's I would. Cool. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a few different things parked out in there. Fuck in that yeah. Lake. But yeah, no, man, those were good days. Like, uh, so now would you ever go skydiving again? You know what? One more time. It's like well, an acid trip, man. I do it one more time. Yeah, just to go back. Yeah, yeah. I've never done acid before. Well, it's a, it's a trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a different time though, man. Like it was like it was all the craze, right? No, back then. I'm not trying everywhere. to make you. I'm not trying to make you feel old. Oh, you don't have to try, it, man. <laughs> no, you're. You look pretty good for your age, Kev. I some days I feel pretty good too. Yeah. It's it's funny. I, I as I got the kids, I just feel like myself getting older and older every day. 
They do take a little bit out of you. Yeah, I don't want to say suck the soul out of me. That's no. not what I, I'm just trying to think of a better way to say it. The energy. <laughs> the energy. They right. are energy vampires. Draining my battery, yes. Honestly, they are yeah. little energy vampires. They have it when you don't, and they take it from you when you do. Well, I've been off for a week, and like I'm exhausted. Yeah, I missed you at work. I was yeah. wondering why you weren't there. Yeah, I had last two days off. Yeah, nice. So I... Uh, yeah, I've been uh, trying to do a couple things I want to do. I've done a couple podcasts. Got my old man come tonight. We're gonna do one. Uh, my buddy Matt, the co-host, is gonna come over tomorrow. Um, yeah, like I was saying on the last one, guys, I'm just trying to make a bunch of content. We got this new portable system. We're on the go, on location. It's pretty impressive. It's impressive, right? It really is. And I, you can just do it anywhere. Yeah, this is my very first ever podcast experience, and, uh, and it's I in the comfort of your own home. It, it's in my it's in my cave, my my shed. Well, and that, this game is now a studio. <laughs> We're going to have to please refer to the shed as the studio from yeah, now The studio, on. sorry, yes. yes. Hey, man, I never did. Great get, acoustics. <laughs> never did get my blue M&Ms, by the way. Oh, yeah, we were... Uh... I said uh, Kevin was giving me a hard time about his... Uh, it's not a not a roster, it's a rider. A rider is what it's called. A so uh, Nick, who's, uh, who's friends with Matt, he's been on the show a bunch of times. You guys know Nick Charlois. He, uh, yeah, he's always teasing me. He's like, well, this is my rider for this episode. And it's normally it's like a couple Mountain Dews. So I'm like, dude, I'll buy you guys Mountain Dews. And people come over. I'm like, I got weed. I got beers. You want pop instead? No problem, dude. Whatever. But I'm not going to give you a thousand blue M&M, peanut M&Ms peanut and a M&Ms. brandy glass, Kevin. You're not Ozzy Osbourne, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know what that's from? Wayne, you know, you ever seen Wayne's World 2? Yes, I have. Yeah, and he's like, Ozzy went girl that night unless he got a thousand brown M&M's in a brandy glass. <laughs> and he tells a story about killing the shopkeeper and his son with their own shoes. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't remember that So he's well. like, uh, so me and, me and uh, Pete Best and David Gilmore went down to the little sweet shop down the way. They were closed. We had to break in. And killed the shop owner and his son with their own shoes. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh my guys like, needless to say, we got the M&M's. Ozzy went on and did a great show. <laughs> and everyone's like, uh, okay. <laughs> Slow clapping. Amazing. Jeez. See, dude, I got so many moves. I have a, I have a photographic memory, Kevin. Yeah? And it's like, it's a gift and a curse. Like, my wife's house, like, you're so lucky. And I'm like, no, it's, yeah, it's great. I can remember trivial things. I'm great at trivia league. You know, I can pull a fucking a reference for anything out of my ass in like two seconds, no problem. Mm. But then I can't, for, there's things I can't forget. That's mm. what people, oh, you got a great memory. That also means I forget, I remember things that I don't want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess that could be a curse. It's a gift and a curse. It's like yeah. being a werewolf, yeah. you know? Sure, you live forever, but <laughs> every full moon you're fucked. Yeah, you know well, I mean? or, or somebody else's. <laughs> yeah, or a vampire, you know? You can't be out during the day, but you live forever. Hey, you know what? I wouldn't want to live forever. I wouldn't want to either. I uh, have you ever heard of a show called Upload? I no. Okay, so it's on Amazon Prime because uh, we were just trying to find a new show to watch, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, I was like, absolutely. Because right. right, we we always watch stuff together, but then we finish it. Yeah. And she has her shows that she watches when I'm at work and whatever. Yeah, same. Um, here. But then I always try to say, okay, let's find one we can do together. Watch a couple episodes before we go to bed or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so I found the show, and basically the idea is that uh, when you die. They can digitally upload your consciousness into an AI into a basically a digital afterlife. Right. Okay. So there, but there's obviously uh, classes of digital afterlife. So there's there's the poor people and there's the rich people. Yeah. So basically, this guy's like developing uh, a program for a free upload service so that everybody can have a digital afterlife. Okay. And then he has he dies in a suspicious car accident. And his girlfriend's rich, so he goes like the creme de la creme of digital afterlifes and it's all basically all about him trying to and they erase some of his memories when he went in there so he's trying to put the pieces together and figure out why he was killed and his partner won't talk to him and all this shit and his girlfriend's dad owns the company that was involved in it it's it's pretty it's funny though it's you ever seen the office yeah, it's yeah. made by the same guy that did the office. Oh, really? So it's a, yeah, okay. they're only half an hour episodes. But oh, it's, it's a comedy. It's a com- yeah. Uh, I made it sound very serious. You did. I was I was totally thinking, wow, man, but this guy, this sucks. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's uh, it looks like a Batman movie. It's just dark everywhere you look. Ah, uh, okay. That's what I was actually going to say. It sounds dark, but I, I didn't realize it would be for the <laughs> the uh, cinematography. It is. It is hilarious. It's yeah? hilarious. Yeah. yeah. It's. Uh, I did make it sound really dark. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, all, it's all good. Welcome but. back to Bob Chat's uh, honest television show reviews. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. So yeah, I would definitely never skydive. I'm not about that. 
No, it's not for everybody, but uh, it, it is on, honestly as much as I referred to it as LSD and everything earlier. I mean, it's like an LSD trip. It's something I think everybody on the planet should experience at least once in their life. Yeah, see, I think I'd be down to try acid one day, but I don't know. In I the just right don't want to be. I don't like being out of control of my own body. Like you know what I mean? Like I've done a lot of drugs, but like I prefer to do something that is gonna allow me to have control. Like even on shrooms, I can still control what I'm doing. Well, and LSD wasn't that. I mean, I had control. Yeah. I, I mean, there were people who didn't at It affects times. everybody differently, right? Yeah, I mean, you get the bad trip scenario where, you know, you see little things and... Fucking uh, demons. ...want to rip your face off <laughs> and stuff, but <laughs> I never had any of that. I, I was around one person that had uh, what I think they were embellishing on a bit of a uh, yeah. bad trip, but nothing to that extent. Oh, my God, I'm so high. It's like, really? Because you just smoked uh, catnip, bro. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? Are you high? I, I placebo just, effect. The placebo yeah. effect. Well, uh, oddly enough, I think that's a true thing. I think that works. Mm. Studies have shown that it works. Yes, right. Right. Yeah. Um, what's the coolest concert you've ever been to? Oh. So I know you. You're a rocker. You like to rock. Yeah. So back in the '90s. Best concert ever that you went to, or tell me the story you're gonna tell. Well, no, I was just gonna say back in the '90s. So '95. Well, we'll go '96 to '98. I was kind of on top of the world. Me and a buddy had nice. a very profitable enterprise. Yes. Okay. And uh, we traveled to a lot of uh, concerts. Literally, you you named the band from the '90s that was top shelf. Uh, and you were there. We basically we missed a couple, but yeah. So, what was your favorite concert you ever went to? <sighs> Long before all of that was Pink Floyd. Yeah, you saw Pink Floyd. Yeah, I did, sir. Where? That was at Exhibition Stadium in Toronto. Oh back, wow! Back in '91. I think actually it was. What's uh, what's uh, David Gilmore? What's the other guy's name? Dave, uh, uh, Roger Waters. Roger Waters. So I yeah. was uh, I was watching a thing, and uh, it actually just today, and it was him in a press conference. He's like, "Would you? Wouldn't it be great if you played with Roger Waters again?" And he's like, "Oh, look at the time. I gotta go." Yeah, yeah. They had <laughs> a know? bad falling out. But that'd be cool. Though. So that was that was was that before they had the falling out? Oh no, long after. Long yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. in like the seventies or something, right? I'd imagine yes, maybe uh, Dark Side of the Moonish, late '78, something like that. Yeah, that's uh, so that's cool. Yeah, no, that was uh, but but I've also I've I've seen all of my favorite bands except the Led Zeppelin. Uh, What's your favorite band? You like you like like heavy metal, don't you? Well, I'm into heavy metal now, but like I would say Pink Floyd is my all-time favorite, favorite? band. Yeah. Have you ever uh, synced up Wizard of Oz and Dark Side of the Moon? No, I never did that. No, I, <laughs> what are you, know, you doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> right. I've often thought about it, but you have to do that I on can LSD, get us Bob. Acid. Yeah. I can get us acid. Seriously, I know where to get it. Oh, I just yeah. don't want it. You're telling the wrong person that. <laughs> Okay, sorry, Kevin. Yeah, your wife calls me. She's like, what the fuck, Bob? You came over, you did one podcast for an hour, and you totally ruined Kevin's entire life. Oh, yeah, totally. One more acid. Well, uh, yeah, well, acid and girlfriends took me out of high school. So. Have you heard about DMT? No. Okay, so uh, Joe Rogan. I don't like to say his name, but whatever. Joe oh, Rogan. Whatever. I love Joe Rogan. You know what? He was, he was a lot more than just his podcast. So. He is, and I. but I like listening to him, though. I really do enjoy it. It's, sure. Um, but he talks, so DMT basically it's, uh, they're, apparently they say like, if you take DMT, then it changes some kind of chemical in your brains that when you die, you like trip for like the last 10 minutes of your life. Oh, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> I knew, I knew you'd like that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I've never done it. Go but out that's, with a bang. But they claim that. And then there's like the idea of like shared high. Right, and I, you know, people say it all the time, like when they're on ass and stuff. Like, look at the doors walking through the desert on peyote. Like, they all saw a giant snake. You know, yeah. like they. That's the idea is that there's like a. It almost gives you like a shared consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, you hear of like these people having like massive group like hallucinations. Well, peyote and the uh, and uh, I believe it would be the. Uh, natives of the Midwest or whatever it was like, back in the old days. Yeah, the pay, yeah, Vision Quest. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was quest. trying to think of. That Vision Quest. That's yeah. peyote, man. They're taking yeah, that man. shit, right? Dude, fucking. Uh, they were all like opium dens. Mm-hmm. Like I, uh, I think yeah, I, right? I, I think I told this story on an episode not too long ago, but I'll tell it to you quick. Um, you know Brent Herbert? Remember Brent? Uh, yeah. I, so Brent came over with this dab rig, and then I had like three buddies there. We never really done dabs, and uh, so we all did one. Um, I have Gardens Galaxy 2 on the TV. My one buddy's on, after one, he's on the floor. The other buddy's over here on the couch. <laughs> My other buddy's, like, fucked up. I end up doing, like, two more. Then I'm, like, fucked up. Brent's on his fourth. He seems to be fine. Oh, no. And I'm, like, looking around, like, this is a <laughs> fucking opium den. You got people, like, slouched all over, sprawled out yeah, on the ground. I'm, yeah. like, holy fuck, guys. You want me to turn all the lights out? Like, 
That's Let's funny. get some candles going. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you you describing that little scenario was a uh, and it's funny too. Like, what happens to your brain when you think about things? So um, <laughs> back uh, back in my high school grade nine, I hung out with these uh, grade eleven guys. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, getting we, into trouble, eh, Kev? LSD. Yeah. So we we took our orange double barrel. What is what is oh is that what it was? The, that's what we called it, right? Okay. Uh, so at the time, what they do is they used to drip LSD onto onto little papers. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. That was before. That was blotter. So before blotter, they they um, used strychnine, rat poisoning. Oh. I'm no. not even making this up, dude. Little little pellets. So it'd be a tiny pellet of rat poison. Yeah, and the, the amount that you take isn't you know, gonna kill you. But no, but it give you gut rot, right? It was the one thing that you always hated about LSDs. It gave you gut rot. Uh, I no. believed it was the strychnine. At the end of the day, whatever. Did they not have put on anything else? Paper when they figured it out. Yeah. All right. They put well, rap- I mean, <laughs> I know, right, right, guys? We just came up with this uh, incredible, uh, chemically uh, engineered psychoactive drug. We're gonna yeah. put on rat poison. Yeah. If, well, the, if the LSD doesn't fuck you up, <laughs> the rat poison. I'm sure not. I don't know whose brilliant idea it was, oh, but yeah, God. they definitely probably weren't thinking too well. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So we we had taken our orange double barrel and we were listening to Led Zeppelin and some Doors. Which and Led Zeppelin? Uh, at the time, it was in through the outdoor. Nice. The album in through the outdoor. Nice. Which, it was a little bit of a different album for Led Zeppelin. It's was that when they kind of got into more of the uh, like poppy music, or I guess that would be an accurate way of saying it. Yeah, it was it's more psychedelic kind of. A yeah, sound, but right? it wasn't like rock and roll. No, I mean that's, it had hot songs like Hot Dog on it, which was like a country song. Yeah, that's a people rock were kind of like, "What are you doing, Led Zeppelin?" Yeah, they were doing it because they could. Now, do you uh, just quick interjection too before you finish? Yeah. You remember? Do you ever remember seeing them at Live Aid? Yes. How terrible was it? They had like uh, they had John Bonham's son playing. No, but like or uh, like the one in the nineties, and yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. Yeah, Jason Bonham. Jason Bonham. And they had Phil Collins with them. Oh, right, yes. And they did, and they yes. did uh, rock and roll, mm-hmm. and it was like, they fucking, like, they literally went out and sued everybody and, like, acquired all the rights to that footage of them performing. So nobody could see it. Dude, and you can still find it, like, on, yeah. like, certain parts of the internet. Like, you can't, like, it's, I don't even know if it's on YouTube, but it's like, I looked it up, and I was like, holy fuck, this yeah. is so bad. This yeah. is not Led Zeppelin. Well, it's, and and a lot of it was is because Robert Plant will never be able to hit those voice those those notes that he hit back. Ooh in the day. yeah, ooh well, yeah. Hey, let go of your. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hold on. Ooh yeah. <laughs> that's why Michael. Did, that's not it? a sound effect, guys. No. That's that's that was me. legit. Come that was doing it. <laughs> but anyways, that's why I've heard they don't do any uh, reunion tours and stuff because there's no way that Plant could ever hit those. Notes. Well, and he he does more now like like melodic like mm-hmm. kind of like duet albums like he had one with this lady a couple of years ago yeah i seen that yeah, yeah so um but so you guys are listening to led zeppelin yeah well you're in grade nine they're in grade yeah. 11 we got taking the... rat poison acid <laughs> rat poison acid <laughs> we had a uh, we had a black light of course it was it was like dude, dude this is in the 80s right so this is 1986 87 yeah, right? black lights, so, all the craze. Yeah, I love them. I got a room full of black lights. And we all had our rock shirts on, right? Where it was a rock shirt with the white sleeves, so we yeah, just yeah. blew like motherfuckers. Right? <laughs> anyway, so we're down there, we're listening to it, and, and I am not kidding you, and I still have the cassette. You recorded you recorded the conversation? No, the the cassette fucked up, man. Well, oh, no. And we all thought it was us because we're on acid, right? <laughs> oh, no, the music it stopped. Started, it, no, it started playing backwards. Oh my God! I'm he, not kidding you. This brother. is the devil's music. I'm not kidding you. I have the tape cassette in a box. I think it's in my mother's basement. But anyways, yeah. So uh, I still Word have it. Satan. But what a weird thing to have happen at that time when you got three dudes hanging out in a basement, black light on, yeah. listening to Zeppelin, yeah. and all of a sudden, I think in the evenings the first song and it just sets it all up. Oh it's really cool. And then all of a sudden it goes. <laughs> like what the fuck? Do you know what? On? Do you know what Kiss stands for, Kevin? Uh-oh. Uh oh. Night, nights in, in Satan's Satan service. service. That's right. Now watch what happens when I play it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Then yeah. that's what invented rap music, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's literally painting his face and calling himself the demon. Oh well, yeah, he bit the head off a life bat. I saw it. Yeah, he's the devil incarnate. Oh my god. He did a line of ants. He's all pissed. <laughs> he's something's wrong with this man. <laughs> I seen a guy on ridiculousness the other day snort a spider, man. What? Yeah, uh, no, no, no. It's just a little tiny little spider there and he walked up and he just right up his nostril, man. Why? I don't yeah. Honestly, man, like <laughs> 
<laughs> like I, I love technology. We wouldn't be able to do this right now if we couldn't. But giving every single person in this world the ability to record things and share oh, their no. experiences is yeah. not a good idea. No, no. Like, I bet you if, the, if there wasn't the internet and social media, like I would have never snorted a spider. He's <laughs> getting, he's not. doing that for likes. He's probably uh, like, you got this, Jeremy. You got this. <laughs> do it for the likes. <laughs> okay, is it recording? Oh no, sorry. Okay, I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people do dumb shit, man. Yeah. I remember when Jackass came out, it's like, me and my friends did some dumb shit. You oh, know? yeah. Oh, you're going to tell me not to do this at home? Well, I don't That's going to make me want to. Some of the stuff they do. Some of the stuff man. they do. I haven't seen the new one yet. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm going to wait. I'm not. It's gonna... a different group of guys, isn't it? Oh, Bam's not there anymore. He's all fucked up. Well, and then um, the other fellas. And Ryan, Ryan Dunn. Yeah, Dunn, he, he, he wasn't in the last one, though. No. Um, but I think, yeah, like, there's, I mean, dude, those guys are old as fuck. Like, steve <laughs> and, like, you know what, Steve-O's in it, and I'm sure that he does some crazy-ass shit, but, like, I follow him, man, and, like, he's, but he's turned his life around, he's clean, he's sober, he's got a oh, yeah? full set of veneers, you know, like, I'm sure he still has shitty tattoos, but he wears nice clothes, you can't he's tell. He's still got the cock on, I can't remember what it was, he's got a full-on penis tattoo. Oh, fuck, I yeah, can't. or tattoos in the back of a doom buggy going through the desert, like, you're fucked. But, you know, but he, uh, but he does, he goes around to like stand up and stuff and I'm sure at these stand up shows like he probably people if you're gonna go see Steve-O you wanna see him hurt himself yeah. I'm not here to see everybody go home you know in the same perfect health they came in here as oh man which but, which guy was it that could shit on Q man he'd spray out his ass was that uh, done I think it was and then he'd go shit in the toilets it's yeah. just unreal man uh, like he'd walk up no and Aaron <laughs> it's Aaron Aaron the Aaron guy that's crazy man yeah. I don't know how you do that I mean are you injected to go do that or what the I fuck? mean I just think that's probably years of uh, <laughs> intestinal training and you know, oh, man. I never thought butthole that. flexes I mean I don't know I'm not an expert no I well you were Listen, starting when to I gotta, like when one. I gotta go I gotta go <laughs> Listen, I'll talk a lot of shit I might not know anything but I'll talk a lot of shit man <laughs> no pun intended uh, well all pun and pun taken so. yeah pun taken mm-hmm. um, yeah so I mean today was like uh couple from like the 50s like cartoon old time he's sitting down looking through records he's like well honey i think i'm in the mood to rage against the machine tonight ah uh, <laughs> right? yes yes i uh it was funny like a little while ago people were like oh this this should be the anthem of like revolution like people are all these new people are discovering rage against the machine like this is anti-system and i'm like dude they've been they've been anti-system since like 92 yes they have actually you know what i'm a big rage against the machine fan. I, mean, I figured you were pomarello's um, crazy the closest i get to rap music would be rage against the machine some of their music is is as close to gangster rap as i could get a uh, crazy thing about tom morello is so basically in the interview he said when they went to do the first album he wanted obviously his own sound so he had like a preset that amp and he set the amp to get those sounds and he has used that same preset amp for every other album and for every live show that they've ever done wow yeah so he's literally he set this thing up for the, the sounds that he wanted in like the early 90s and he still has it that's crazy isn't, isn't that it? fucked yeah because he's like he's like i will never be able to get those sound combinations ever again the way yeah. that it is but at that same thing to say though right i mean that's what you like the band for is that sound exactly it's a very distinct sound and if he's got the ability to duplicate that sound over and over again with with the aid of the original setup obviously of course he will right yeah. but isn't that crazy like like the kind of like devotion and and I mean, dude, okay, what if you your fucking house burns down? You know what I mean? Like, is this guy putting this fucking uh, amp preset shit, like, in a, in a vault? Oh, you know he's got that protection, He's got man. a fireproof, one of those you know big-ass bank vaults. He's Tom Morello, man. <laughs> he's would. got a vault full of guitars and fucking presets and gold bars. That shit's worth And burnt flags. Millions, man. Dude, right? That, that, that sound configuration is worth millions. Did you, uh, I just saw this today too. Do you see that Tom Brady is no longer retiring? Yeah, he's going back. I actually, I was a little sad to hear that. Yeah. He's going back to Tampa. Uh, he wants to go out on a win, though, you know? Well, that's actually, well, I'm a, uh, you're a 40, yeah, San Francisco fan. Yeah, and there was a talk uh, for a little while there that Brady didn't want to go back to Tampa Bay because they didn't have a championship caliber team anymore. Oh. But San Francisco You're there has to make a championship it a... caliber team without a quarterback. But he's there to make it the championship well, team. Well, now they have to, right? They've gotten uh, signed up this new wide receiver guy that's, uh, I can't remember his name right now. but Do they still have Gronowski? Uh, Gronkowski? 
Yeah. Uh, there's still talk about whether he's going to come back or not. I, I, You know what? Him and Tom Brady are, like, attached at the hip, so I could see him coming back. Probably. Well, didn't he, like, come out of retirement or something for him, too? Yeah, and helped him win another Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. So why wouldn't you? Used to hate him. But I have to be 100%. Why? Because it was... I was convinced it was Bill Belichick's team that was winning all the championships, not Tom, Tom Brady. Brady's. But then Tom Brady left, and he won a Super Bowl the very next year with his new team, did he not? So the thing about football is, is see, is, I'm not a big football guy. You can be the best quarterback or the worst quarterback. Thanks, Kev. Sorry. It it doesn't really make make a difference. It's your offensive line. Yeah. You give a quarterback time to throw the ball. Yeah. That pocket presence that Tom Brady has is because he spent years in the pocket because he could. Yeah. Because the the pocket didn't He's old. He's like 45. Yeah. I mean, it's not for the money. We know it's not for the money. No, he's definitely got all the money. It's, he probably won, but I would guarantee, like, if he won the Super Bowl next year, he would probably just call it done. Like, he wants to go on a high note. But, I mean, dude, you have, what, seven Super Bowls? It's insane the amount the guy has. I think it's seven. I, it might even be eight. I don't know. He's been to eight at least. I know. Listen, Tom, you only have ten fingers. Yeah, right? Can you imagine somebody just loaded with fucking, like, championship rings like that? Yeah. Well, you see the picture of Michael Jordan, you know what I mean? Like, Well, see, before all the Tom Brady and whatever, I guess there was Pittsburgh and... My, my Niners used to be the top of the league oh, yeah? championships, right? They See, were, I, don't, I don't know football at all, dude. San Francisco's won five Super Bowls. Uh, really? Uh, my buddy Brad is a, uh, a huge San Francisco fan. Too. Yeah, you know, it's back when I started watching football, it was Joe Montana, Jerry Rice. Joe Ronnie Montana. Uh, oh, yeah. Coming at you, bud. Yeah, well, Joe, <laughs> Joe Montana at the time, well, even still is argued to be the best quarterback ever. Different eras or different style of Well, and see, that's but. the thing. Like, people, like, they'll say, okay, who's better basketball player, LeBron James or Michael Jordan? Different it's like game. different game. You yeah. can't compare it. Yeah. You can't compare it at all. But you can look at what the person has physically been able to do regardless. Do you of still regard Wayne Gretzky as the greatest hockey player of all time? You know, he played back when there was clutch and grab. Yeah. So players weren't able to skate, like, free like they are now. Yeah. A lot of that. And so, what do you mean clutch and grab? Just so for our listeners. You, well, you have your red and blue lines too, right? Yes. So, at that time, you couldn't pass from blue line to blue line. You had to go from the red line to the blue line. Yeah, they don't want you just ice, shooting right? it up the ice. Yeah, or you get offsides or, or icing. What it's called now. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyways. So, anyways, um, to get through those zones yeah. was the only way to get through them was speed, right? And you yes. want to get through to get the puck. Well, which is what they do now, but back then you couldn't because there'd be a guy there and he'd be grabbing your sweater and hooking you with the stick. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't get that called as much as they do now. Now you brush a guy with your stick, but yeah. that's hooking. Oh my God, he's got a concussion. Yeah, right. <laughs> Everybody, back up. And that was the other thing too. A lot of players back then, you know, yeah, dirty. That's right. <laughs> I mean, so you what? got a guy like Wayne Gretzky skating around. You oh, he's it. just fucking lightning bolt. Right, and compared to you know a guy like Mark Messier, who wasn't really a flashy guy, but he was a grunt. Yeah, so, uh, a goon. Yeah, well, yeah, a goon that could score goals. Though. There you I mean, go. The guy was one of the best. But at the end of the day, it is a different era. Would yes. Sidney Crosby be as good as he was as Gretzky was back then? Probably, maybe not. Yeah. Would Alex Ovechkin be that guy now? Because his game isn't the speed game. His game is the slot game. It's the fucking it's push. Say, right? Yeah, find the sweet spot. But he's and he's an older guy too. He's an older guy as well. Ovechkin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's eventually going to break Wayne Gretzky's goal record. Yeah. he's. I mean, he's been playing long enough. He doesn't ever get hurt. Mm, he he's never, Russian, dude. <laughs> he's, he's in a hurry to get somewhere. He's right? on a fifth of vodka. He's good to go, bro. Like, he's <laughs> fine, man. No worries. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, I mean, you got to give a guy like Ovechkin credit where credit's due. He's, oh, he's for sure. his money. Oh, he, for sure. He's done what he's needed to do. He's he wants another goals. cup, though. That's what he wants. I don't think he's going to get it there. No, he was. they were close yeah. a couple of years ago, well, right? Well, they got their one cup. Yeah. yeah they, 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 well, they won in 2014 or something. Yeah, I can't they? remember. And that was crazy. You see him f- yeah. swimming around in freaking fountains. And oh, yeah, <laughs> and he's fucking just pouring champagne everywhere yeah. and living the life. Well, you know what, though? At your top of your game, why not, right? Well, here, let me ask you one more question before sure. we wrap this up. If you won the lottery, what would you do? Everything. 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 That's not a bad answer. Yeah. No, What's I the first thing you would do? Depends on how much money. Okay. Well, let's just say, uh, how much? Let's say five million dollars. Five five million dollars. That would be enough for me to retire what I'm oh, doing. Oh fuck! Currently. I hope so, Kevin. A million would be. 
Well, no, a million would be tucked away so that my daughter would have something to see. What I would do if I want a million dollars, I'd buy a house, which I desperately need. Like I wouldn't pay all the money, but I buy a house. I just yeah. invest the rest. But buy, don't don't go crazy and buy like, yes. a big expensive yeah. house. I mean, even though every house now is expensive, I'm gonna my, I'm gonna have to call the gun store and say, listen, if I win the lottery, you need to ban me from the store. <laughs> fuck, I can buy anything online now. I get shipped to my house. Right? If it's I don't want a gun, insane. I can get shipped to my house. But now, honestly, all, all, all truth be told, if I was to win five million dollars. I would retire what I'm doing right now. I would go back to school and 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 get my machining ticket again. And go back to work? Yeah, I'd yeah. Have my, I would do something I want to do though. Well, why wouldn't you just enjoy the rest of your life? Because five work million free. dollars isn't that much money, man. Yeah, but that's enough though. Are you kidding me? That's enough to live. Come on. It would be enough for me to retire on and live comfortably, but I can't stay still. Yeah, that's true. You have to get a hobby. <laughs> you can't just smoke dope and hang out in the shed all the time, be... Kevin, and do the random podcast. Okay, <laughs> uh, uh, you need to no, get a hobby. No, I'd have, I'd have, a, I'd work in a shop. I'd make shit, man. Okay, that'd make, be cool. Make metal stuff out of metal. Well, if I won the lottery, I'll hire you. I'll commission you to make me a skateboard park in the backyard. I need any flat bars. Well, I got any. Yeah, I got any ledges. Oh, I'm, I'm looking at more than that. I'm looking at machining with like mills and lays not kevin i and, kevin i'm i'm the one paying you you're gonna you do pay, it yeah okay well <laughs> who's the boss here you know kevin what, dude, i really don't need your money i got, I got five million in the bank i do what i want that's fair that but no that's uh i don't you know what i would do i would just yeah i'd get a house and uh, i would travel though is what I'd, I'd get a i'd make a real studio yeah oh fuck yeah i'd invest in a fucking recording studio because you oh, can sure, use, it, use it for the podcast you can fucking Rent it out to musicians, whatever. You, can you know do what some I mean? More uh, blunt wraps and empty shell cases. Fuck yeah! Thanks yeah. for the Beano Bob. That's hey. sick. Thanks for the Beano Bob shout out. There you go. Um, but yeah, man. So yeah, thanks for letting me come over here and thanks for coming on. Well, I, I, you know what? At first, I didn't know if we'd have enough to talk about. Oh, dude, always, <laughs> always. You just got see. That's why I just I poke at you until something comes out. Yeah, well, and there it, it is. Worked. Scott Evans, crazy. Yeah, I, you know what? I honestly suggest everybody tries it. Well, is, is that what you want to leave us with? No. What do you want to leave us with a, a tidbit of wisdom? A tidbit of wisdom. If you could tell, you can tell the Bob Chat listeners anything. Whatever you want to say, Kev. Oh man, I don't know, man. There's so many. Okay, just give us one. Just uh, give the world an honest chance and uh, do your best. Yeah, and be excellent to each other. Yeah, be nice to. Yeah, be party on. Party on, Kev. Yeah. All right, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. And remember, guys, if you like what we do, share, like, tell your friends. Uh, you know where to find us. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, App Out Chat Podcast. You know, let us know what you think. And like Kev said, just be good to each other. Take care of yourselves. All right, see you guys. Cheers. Bye. I want my podcast in my lady simple life, but not too crazy. I'm slim, but I ain't shady. Fuck you if you hate me. I'm rocking the mic because it's Bob Chat, baby.